the three mistakes chiropractic teams make. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush. I'm joined with my co-host, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, three mistakes a lot of us make. Yeah, and and quite frankly, today is just on a bit of a beginner level because sometimes uh, we deal with people that are kind of new to having a team in their office. Maybe they've just had one staff member over the years, and as they've started to grow, they've added more, but they really never embrace the team concept. So I'm going to go through a couple of notes that I wrote down here real quick, and let's talk over these. So the three common mistakes that I see with teams is that they don't have a common goal. That's number one. So they're all over the place. They have no idea what the doctor wants. They don't have a strong leader. In other words, that ties right into that common goal that you have to have a strong leader to set that goal and say, staff, this is what we want to do. This is our goal with our patients and not training together to put up a united front. That's a big one. That's a big one. You know, a lot of times we see people that will say, here's our goal in our practice. And they tell the staff. And then that's kind of the end of it. So let's break these down individually. So what types of issues do you see without there being a common goal in the practice? Well, if you don't have a common goal and and a common vision to go along with it, then everybody's just running around doing their own thing. And, and you're not coordinated at all. And, you know, think about, I know we use these analogies all the time, but, you know, think about a a college basketball team. Mm -hmm. If nobody knew what the play was that they're running right then, and they were just running around on the court and nobody was in their position, they'd look like Keystone cops Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't win games. So you've got to have that, that common thread of common goal, common vision, common direction, 100% of the time, or you're just not firing on all cylinders. And how would you recommend getting to that point? Would you recommend that you do it as a staff, as a group? Do you recommend that it's written down, or is it just something that's known throughout the practice? What what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's something I think you have to definitely train and practice and rehearse. It's not something you just write down on a piece of paper and show it to everybody and say, okay, everybody, here's the vision. Here's the goal. It's something that is embedded and injected into every conversation you have, whether it's your team huddles in the mornings, your weekly staff meeting. I know some of you just went, ha, no weekly staff meeting here. Well, there's a huge reason reason why you need to have weekly staff meetings. It's, It's so you stay in that common zone with each other. And you're constantly looking at it. You're constantly talking about it. You're constantly talking about how you get there and how you create it. And you're constantly refining it. That That's the real key is it's constantly being refined. And, and what's really sad to see when we go into practices sometimes is we will we will interview the doctor, we'll interview the staff, we'll talk to each person individually and we'll find out sometimes that that common goal that maybe the doctor thinks is in place isn't in place right. because the staff say, oh, yeah, we <laughs> actually do blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, that's not what we heard from the doctor. So let's go back to that basketball example real quick. 
who is leading the team? Who's calling the plays? Who's running the show for most teams? I know every once in a while you call an audible out on the field. That happens even in our practices. But who's leading that team? Is is it the doctor or is it a staff member that should be leading the team? It's both. So the doctor who owns the clinic, of course, is setting the vision and mm-hmm. leading the discussions about the vision. But when you're in the throes of patient care, the doctor's not leading. Mm-hmm. Somebody on the staff or or somebody's need to be leading that team because you think about it, as the doctor, you're running in and out of a room or maybe mm-hmm. two rooms. And every time you come out of that room, the clinic looks different. There's different people sitting there waiting for you. There's different things happening. So you got to find that person who's the constant, whether it's an office manager or the front desk person or or your therapy person even sometimes mm-hmm. can be that person. But you've got to find that person that has that common line of sight, if you will, to make sure that the, the vision and the goals are being adhered to. And then as little things spin out of control, this is where the refinement comes in. You talk about it. Hey, in our, in our huddle today, hey, yesterday... You know, when we got to 3.30, we got so busy that we just, things just started kind of falling apart. Great. Well, what was happening at 3.30? Well, we had a walk-in exam. We had, you know, four people come in at once. A family of five came in during that hour. And it just it just got a little crazy. Okay, what can we do to fix those kind of things? Because that doesn't fit our vision, our goal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, you know, and maybe the goal is something simple like staying on time. Maybe the goal is mm-hmm. something simple, like let's create consistency in the schedule. Maybe it's just a, an overall goal, like total patient visits or something. You know, we have all kinds of goals, but back to your question, you need somebody in the clinic that's got that common line of sight, as I call it, that can see everything going on when you're in patient care and then bring it mm-hmm. back to the team so that everybody can discuss it. I like what you're talking about with that, because the truth of the matter is, is as the doctors, we do set the vision for the practice Mm because it is our practice, but we do not have our finger on the pulse when you're, when you're, and I'll say stuck in a room, you're you're not stuck, but you know what I'm talking about. Sure. You're, You're in patient care. You're engaged in the part of your job that you love and that the clinic can't function without. Right. This got you got to be doing what you're doing at that point. You have to be involved in diagnosis and treatment of patients. So as a result, you have to have assistant coaches that that know what they're doing. And if you have a small team that's maybe three or four people, they may all be assistant coaches because right. of the next topic that we're going to talk about, which is the training topic in the United Front. Because if you understand what your vision and goals are. You understand where the clinic needs to go and how it should operate every day. And then you train on those situations. And by training, sometimes that's during a staff meeting, right? We just have a roundtable discussion. In the event of what happened yesterday happens again, how do we handle this? That's a training event, right? Right. So as team members, in a lot of cases, in and not in every clinic, but in a lot of cases, it becomes everybody's the assistant coach because we all know what the next play should be. Yep. Now, in other clinics, you have an office manager that controls all of it and says, when things get heated, I step out of behind my desk and I come out and I make sure that everything runs smoothly because that's my job is to basically be the right arm of the doctor at that point. Sometimes everybody's the right arm of the doctor. Sure. So 
I, I think that brings us into training. So what are some other training opportunities other than just a roundtable discussion in our staff meetings that help us get to that point of where we have a united front with patients? I think periodically you need to just stop for a day and have a strategic planning session. We recommend once a month, you should have a strategic planning session. And that's your opportunity to really roll up your sleeves and look at your vision, your goals, everything you've been working on, training on. It's an opportunity to really super refine what you're doing and making sure that everybody's moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And you know, those those should even be probably done out outside of the office so you don't have any distractions and so forth. And I know everybody's probably sitting there thinking as they're listening, oh gosh, I can't close the office. Yeah, you can, because the better you get as a team, the more you practice and drill and rehearse as a team, the better you're going to do when it's time for the show. And that's when the doors are open and the patients are coming in. So it's right. it's okay to have some downtime behind the scenes. In fact, patients love to see a sign on the door that says, "Hey, we're in doing an in service today. We'll uh, you know call us. We'll get you in. We'll be open all day tomorrow. You know, whatever." Patients don't mind that. You're not going to lose patient visits, especially if you plan it correctly. Now, I'm not saying, oh, it's Wednesday afternoon. Let's close tomorrow and we'll have an mm-hmm. in-service day mm-hmm. and do strategic planning. No, you plan it out. They should be on your calendar automatically every quarter so that you're scheduling around them. But but that truly is that opportunity to have that deep, deep team meeting, just, just like the professional uh uh, sports teams do, mm-hmm. you know, Kansas City Chiefs, for example. Yes, that's my favorite team. The Chiefs, for example, if they win on Sunday or they play on Sunday, they come in on Monday. Monday is a team meeting day. It's an opportunity right. for the body to relax and recoup just a little bit, but they are diving into videos and new plays and talking about them and how can they get better and how did we fall down there and how can we run that play better? And then Tuesday, they get right back out on the field and they're practicing, drilling, and rehearsing all Mm -hmm. week until the next big game. Well, we need to create those opportunities as well. That's how we stay together as a team. And that's how we create those opportunities to always be on the same page and always saying the same thing, always running the same same, uh, procedures or plays in the practice. Yeah. And I want to throw in a bonus here because, you know, when we are on the field and you hear, you hear an audible being called and those of us that have watched the chiefs for long enough, sometimes we can kind of tell by, by what's going on. And sometimes we have no clue because they're going to do something where they're going to run around in circles and then throw the ball and make this miraculous play. But when an audible is called on the field and you're hanging out, especially with a bunch of guys that watch a bunch of football, they're like, Oh, that was a horrible call. I wish they wouldn't have made that. In your practice, if you're making good audibles, and this is what I love, I'm going to give you an example of this. So here's the phrase we use in our office, because we talk a lot on our podcast and we talk a lot to clients as well. If it's good for the practice and it's good for the patient, do it, right? So I've kind of morphed that in our practice to something that we can say out loud at our front desk and our patients approve of that audible that we just made. A lot of times when we're doing an audible and I've got patients with an earshot and staff member says, hey, can we do blah, blah, blah? How can we do this? And I go, here's what we want to do. We want to make sure that we love on our patients, that we take care of them. And if we do that, everything else will fall into place. I believe we can do this right here. And patients listen to what we're saying. 
And they realize that we deeply care about our patients and yep. we're not just willy nilly throwing people into the schedule because it, it fits our desires and our needs. We want to make sure it fits the patient's needs too. Cause there's been times when I've said, I don't think we can do that because I don't have enough time right here. Let's see if the patient can do this. And so I think it's important sometimes when you yep. audible that you're not hide, hiding behind a facade that you can step right up there to the front desk or you can talk to your front desk person, whether it's through radio communication, which some staffs have, or whether you're just physically speaking to the individual. In my case, I'm close enough to the front when I'm running back and forth. I can just peek my head around the corner and talk to them. Sure. And so I like calling an audible now and then that displays what our vision and our goals are for our practice. I think it involves our patients and I think they like it. I totally agree with you. They feel like you just gave them some extra special service mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every time you do that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I would always, you know, anytime a patient came in, you know, and they might be on a regular cadence of care, like every two weeks or something, mm -hmm. I wouldn't hesitate if something was coming up or they were getting ready to go on a trip or they just got back and they lifted a bunch of luggage, I'd walk them up to the front desk and I'd say, you know what, we're going to, we're going to modify the schedule just a little bit because we're going to take good care of this patient because they yeah. need the care. And the patients loved it. They yeah. loved it when I was plugged in more than just, oh, we'll come back in two weeks. But you and your staff have already rehearsed that. You've talked about it in your staff meetings. Every un everybody understands how that's going to go. And you think, well, that sounds simple. The doctor said, let's do this. I've seen practices where the doctor says, let's do this. And the staff goes, nope, we don't have anything available at that time. Yep. Yep. And Or, or here's another one. The doctor doesn't tell the front desk when they want to see the patient back. The front mm -hmm. desk doesn't know. They don't have an automatic audible. Right. And so what happens? Oh, well, call us when you need us. They drop the ball. And then at the end of the day, everybody's saying, oh, gosh, you wanted the patient back tomorrow? Well, now right. I'll try to call them. And, you know, doctor said, yeah. no, that's when you've lost. You, you've got to have those automatic audibles in place. My yeah. staff always knew, always knew that if I didn't notify them, if we were super busy and I didn't have yeah. a chance to notify them when I wanted to see the patient back, even though most of them were already scheduled, right? they knew automatically to put that patient back into the schedule in one week. Period. Yeah. Always. Wait, what, yeah. In other words, what happens when we fumble the ball? Do you just walk off the field? Right. Or do you no. go after the ball? Truth of the matter is, is that's important to that patient's care. If we just walk away and we do not allow them to get the care that they need, we fumbled at that we point. We fumbled. So I, I, I love the sports analogies with this. It fits. Quite frankly, it works really well. It fits. Yeah. You've got to have, what do, what do good teams always have on the field? Strong leadership. They always have yeah, strong leadership sure. and they've rehear rehearsed and practiced together enough that everything just becomes automatic. And those, when we talk about the three common mistakes that chiropractic teams make, mm -hmm. that's probably the, the, the biggest wraparound of the whole thing is you haven't practiced, rehearsed and drilled enough and nobody's stepping up to be the leader on the team when you most need it. And it's such an easy fix. You guys can go out and have a staff meeting this week yep. or later this week, What you know, whatever works for your schedule, but get together this week and talk about, 
do we know what our vision and our goals are for this practice? As a team, do we know how we handle certain situations? It's a real easy conversation yep. and your staff will love the involvement. They love to be involved because that's what they're there for. They they work for you because they enjoy working in chiropractic. Absolutely. They, they want to be involved. And do you put forth a, a united front and united communication with your patients? I mean, that's important. So. When you do, your patients love it too, because they hear the same thing from every person on the staff and it breeds confidence in what you're doing. And I'm going to leave you with a little story with that, because I had a patient come in not too long ago that was what I call an alleypractic patient. She called when she hurt and she'd done that for years. She came to me and I said, here's what you need to do. And I didn't put her on a real protracted treatment schedule, but I said, we need to get some mobility back in this joint. We need to create some function, and then we need to reevaluate to determine where you're at. And the funniest thing is, is she said, the only reason I did that is because everybody on your staff said the exact same thing. When I came in right at the beginning, when I came to see you, when I went back to therapy and when I checked out at the front, everybody said the same thing. So I listened to you and I trusted you. And I'm so glad I did. And I went, hallelujah. She got where she wanted to go. It's a, she said, that's the first time in 20 years that I've actually been pain-free, functional, and excited to come back in to see you without any pain. And, and what did you do? You did nothing but the litmus test. You put it to the litmus yeah. test. If it's good yep. for the patient, it's good for the clinic, do it. I mean, that is a yep. mic drop story. Oh, yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. And it it gave me goosebumps when she said it because I went, we did it right. You did it and right. You know what? I Guess what I did right after that? Let my staff know how much of a victory that was. Celebrate. Not only, not only for us, it was 20% victory for us because we still have work to do. It was an 80% victory for that patient because she got something she'd never gotten out of chiropractic care before. How awesome. Yep. And because you guys were all together. Yeah. You set it up, teed it up, knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Perfect way to wrap this up. Yeah. All right, everybody. Stop making the three mistakes. They're simple things to correct, just like Dr. Troy said. So, hey, if you guys haven't done so already, go to catsconsultants.com. Check out our events. Check out all the live things that we do, check out the consulting work that we do. And there's all kinds of free downloads and stuff on there. And most of all, subscribe to the podcast, tune into us every single week because we appreciate our listenership. So from all of us at Cats Consultants, everybody have an awesome day.